0: Welcome back for another episode of the move forward podcast you're listening to an episode with my co host Dana Ruby Martin and it's always a great time having Dana stop in this week we are chatting all about self image and fulfillment because don't we all just want to have a life that is rich of all the things that we love. I know I do, and I am sure you do too. Today's episode is sponsored by Revival by Martin & Co., which happens to be Dana's business. They sell beautiful watches made of reclaimed wood, and I need to ask you all, do you currently have a piece of jewelry that makes you smile? Do you see others maybe with a beautiful piece that you wish you had? Revival watches are definitely those watches that you just want to have for yourself. They come in many different colors and styles, and because they are created by Dana and her husband, they are just made with so much love and so much thought goes into each design. I've had mine for over a year now, and each time that I wear it, I have people that ask me where I got it from and how they can get one themselves. I'm telling you you are going to want to get your hands on these watches. Once you do, Revival also gives back a portion of the funds to WaterAid Canada and Sick Kids Foundation. So, if you are as excited as I am to have a beautiful piece of jewelry that makes you feel empowered and special, head on over to Revival by Martin & Co and use my discount code MOVE15. Again, that's www.revivalby E-Y-M-A-R-T-I-N-A-N-D-C-O-dot-C-O-M and my discount code M-U-V-E-1-5. Happy shopping. Hello there, gorgeous. How
1: are you? I'm so good. How are you? I feel like it's been forever.
0: I know. I was actually just thinking that I'm like, sometimes we come on and it's like we record each week and then other times it's like, it's been a couple of weeks. So it, it, it's been a couple of weeks here.
1: Wow, how are you?
0: I'm great. Look at you and you're cute. We're both wearing puffs on our shoulders. Look
1: at this. Oh, it's all about puffs. <laughs> the details are in the sleeves this when, year.
0: When I was growing up, I nat- so I naturally have like larger shoulders. I just like I'm built and uh, I remember being embarrassed by it. I would do everything possible to wear like tight, 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 tight. And and shoulder pads weren't a thing back when we were younger. It was more like 80s style. <laughs> But it's definitely coming back and I'm embracing it.
1: I think and it's so fun.
0: Yeah. And I'm glad, I'm glad you are too. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me what's happening here with you. I, okay. I'm distracted. I'm like, I'm staring at your outfit and I'm like, you, could you stand up for me? I'm like, you look like you're wearing like little.
1: <laughs> I'm, channeling, so I'm, I'm channeling my uh, mama mia outfit. <laughs> like I, I want to be on the Greek islands. So I'm dressed oh. as if. I am. Oh,
0: that is good.
1: Yeah. Good for
0: you. I like
1: it. Tell me, what has been going on for you? Shall we get started?
0: Yeah, let's get into it. Well, for yeah, so I've been on a little bit of holidays. I was visiting um, my sisters, like my hometown. So went back to Mitchell area and visited with all my nieces and nephews, and I got to see everybody. And it has been almost a year and a half since I've hugged a lot of my nieces and nephews. So it was like tears, holding back tears, like trying not to just like melt down. Cause I was like, they're going to think I'm nuts.
1: Aww, <laughs> like, like what a special time. Hey.
0: Yeah.
1: who a like a new level of appreciation for physical contact.
0: Oh my God. And I'm a very, like as a massage therapist, I'm a very touchy feely kind of person. Are you, and you're physio. So would you yeah. find that
1: you are as well? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Like I can't not hug people. It's crazy to me to have to like refrain from that. It just feels so foreign and unnatural. And I will admit like during the epidemic or the pandemic, when we were in lockdown, somebody dropped something off for me and my natural instinct was just to be like, ah, and hug them. And I was like, Oh my God, COVID. I'm so sorry. And they were like, I totally forgot about that too. Like just so difficult for us as humans to not touch. Yeah. So it feels really good to know that things are making
0: some shifts. I know we've still got some time and things to take care of yet, but it feels like there's this shift. So Hopefully, we're on that that path to overcoming this.
1: Yes, let's embrace it while we can, right? You got it, girl. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so t- today we're talking all about self-image. Um, we have a question from Melissa, and it's a long question here, or a long statement. So I'm. So here we go. So Melissa says, I've built a good life. I'm fairly successful. I have a house, the dog, the two kids, but I feel like I'm not happy with who I am. I don't know what it is that would make me feel better, but I know that I have more to offer and I have so many passions that I would love to try, but how to get started. I'm scared and confused with where to start.
1: Oh, Melissa, your question just gave me goosebumps. Like we've all been there. Like I specifically remember a moment where it was probably four or five years ago for me. And I found myself bawling on my bathroom floor. And is there something about bathrooms? I don't think I'm the only person who like balls on the bathroom floor. Like the bathroom is like a woman's sacred place or a closet. Like, why is that? I think it's a
0: a confined place. Like it's small. And also it's usually where you're going to be by yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at any time, somebody can walk through the bedroom door or the kitchen or, yeah, exactly. or wherever, but like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's, something, I mean, There's something about that. And who knows, maybe people poop with the door open. I don't know, but I don't. So yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back to the question. Yeah, like I found myself there like five years ago, same thing. You just feel like you come to a point in your life where you're like, hold on, I've been filling everybody else's cup. Like it's time to start filling my own cup. Mm-hmm. So I say that just so that, you know, you're definitely not alone. And there, this question is going to apply to so many women. Mm-hmm. And I would say like, just off the hop, after hearing that, all you can do is take one step at a time. So don't look at the entire mountain of what your the outcome of your passions necessarily is, but more so just start moving in the direction of what it is that you're passionate about. And one step at a time, then it won't feel so overwhelming, or you won't get those ego excuses like oh I don't have time for that oh I wish I had more money for that oh because there's a billion and one excuses that you can fall into as your safety net but if you're really going to start filling your cup it's just one step at a time Mm
0: -hmm. and maybe
1: that's starting by like putting a slice of lemon in your water in the morning like just these small things done consistently are going to yield you really big gains towards your own self-fulfillment Absolutely. And I think as mothers in general,
0: it's like, like you were saying, like, you get so wrapped up of like helping everybody else that it's almost like you forget about yourself. Um, but even for myself, like when I didn't have children, I re- with my nieces and nephews, even it was like, I, I thought about them all the time, even friends, family, my career, Um, and we can get lost in these other things, but you know what? Funny thing. I bought my car, my Jeep. I bought it about 11 years ago and I bought it because I wanted to get a kayak. And it has like those things on the top where you can safely put like some type of contraption to be able to carry it. And funny thing, 11 years in, and I'm like, huh, never bought a kayak. Isn't that funny that I bought a vehicle for a kayak. And then I never bought the kayak. And I've been thinking about that lately. And I'm like, but I have, I do go kayaking. I will go and, and go kayaking. It's just, it's not that I ended up ever getting it. So I, it, it's making me think of like, huh, like what else am I not doing that? I know I wanted you so bad and I can do, I just like, it's like, I'm limiting
1: myself. But you know what? It, yes. I feel like your story with the kayak is hilarious because (laughs) absolutely, but, but on the other side of it, you bought the Jeep because you wanted to kayak and you've got the Jeep and you are kayaking. So it's almost like the Jeep was only the symbol to yourself that you wanted to kayak more. So you don't necessarily need to own the kayak you're still doing that. So this is like a really good example for Melissa and anybody else listening. You don't necessarily know what the path will look like to your self-fulfillment, but just the simple act of you taking that initiation to buy the Jeep to kayak, you bought the Jeep and you are kayaking, even though you don't need to own the kayak. Totally. Totally. And it can be scary. Like, she's like, I'm confused. I don't know where to start, but it's
0: like these things you're talking about. Like if you, if it's that you want to be healthier, like put the lemon in the water, have the salad at lunch or something like that. It's like these little things, little
1: tiny things. Yeah. There's a book that I am reading. It's called atomic habits. It's by James clear. It is a book that has been a bestseller. I think it's been out for maybe five years. It's relatively new. At any rate, he speaks about habits and how you can break any bad habit. And he actually breaks it down into simple steps. Like, um, he talks about strategies to, um, I forget what the language is that he uses, but essentially if you're going to have your morning coffee, that's part of your routine. That's part of your habit already sandwich your new habit into that routine. And it will be easier for you to, to consistently do it because you're already having your coffee in the morning. So maybe it's to take your vitamins. So maybe when you make the coffee at night, I don't know we do that. We like get our coffee machine already at night so that we just have to like flip it on in the morning. Maybe your thing, my thing was I need to start taking my prenatal postnatal vitamins because I'm terrible at that. So what I did was when I'm making the coffee at night, I set my vitamins beside it. So I see it and I've sandwiched it with a habit that I'm already going to do anyway. Ooh, I like that. It's helpful. Mm-hmm. So that is, a, I like, he's got some good little tidbits in there about habits. And sometimes, you know, when we feel like we were meant for more and we don't know how to start, it could be so simple as just taking a look at what you're doing every day and seeing one little shift you can make. Don't, don't look at your day and be like, oh, I need to change my whole entire day. Like that's scary and overwhelming. Just a little tiny thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Take your vitamins.
0: <laughs> another one, another neat thing I um I was actually talking about this week on the podcast, and it was about creating a self-image script. So like sometimes we don't even think about like what do we want or know really what we want until you actually like sit down, be quiet, and like write it out, and yeah. like make it elaborate. Like be like, I want to wear this. I want to shop at these stores. I want to have these people in my friend like on in my friend group. You know, just really be open to any possibility. And then from there, you're like, okay, so if I want to shop at that store, maybe this week, I'll stop by there. You know, you don't even have to buy from there, but just like
1: walk in the door. Right. Just like you don't have to buy the kayak. You just, right. It's the same thing. Yep. Yep. Oh, I love it, Michelle. Love it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. The self-image script.
1: Yeah. Um, Cool. So now with your self-image script, do you get very specific in the details? Because maybe for some people, like you and I are very in tune with our desires. But for somebody starting out, that could be very scary to be like, oh my God, what do I write on this page? Totally. So what would your advice be for someone who's just starting out with this type of a script?
0: Okay, so I will say that I do have a tricky time. With completely diving into this. I feel like once I get on a roll, it's almost like I get lost in like repeating the same thing over again. It's like I can't fully get into like how I want to feel and stuff. So I I'm in that sometimes as well. Um, so for me, it's just like it's start with the biggest, the basics things. Like I'll put like, okay, what do I want to wear? What do I want to do? What are some adventures I want to go on? Um, Yeah, I just like make like a few questions and then I just start writing and I just let it like pull out. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you, it's like I have something to go back to because otherwise I get lost in the story and then my mind kind of goes somewhere else. So I have like a few based questions at the beginning and I try to answer those questions and then I like create more on top of that. How about you?
1: Okay, I like that. So my standpoint is a little different. And I feel like Michelle, you should put that like some prompt questions into the blog or the write up for this podcast so that Michelle can look back to it. And any other listeners. Um, Myself, what I do is I get very quiet. And I ask myself, how do I want to feel? So I start with the feelings that I want. So like, I want to feel free. I want to feel liberated. I want to feel exhilarated, inspired, sexy, knowledgeable, loving, peaceful, like, and I just go on a rampage of how I want to feel. And so I start with that. And then when I know how I want to feel, if I'm making a decision about something, I ask myself, huh, is this in alignment with how I want to feel? Mm. And I use that as my guide throughout the day. So no, this is not how I want to feel. Okay, well then I'm going to go with option B, not option A. So it helps me with decision-making that's in alignment with how I want to feel. Because I feel like at the end of the day, it's all about how we feel. Yeah. Like I want to dress a certain way, not because of how I look. It's because of how I feel. I want to feel like I'm in the Greek islands. So I'm dressing as if I am... What's the main character's name in Mamma Mia? The mother. What's her name?
0: I don't even know. I don't know either, yeah. but
1: Meryl, Str- Meryl Streep. She plays the part and literally like, this is the outfit I have on because I want to feel a little bit like a rock star living in the Greek islands. <laughs> so that's why I'm wearing this today. I love- <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> You're like putting yourself in there. Okay. Do you
0: write those questions down and like have them somewhere? Or are you just like innately in your head? Remember like, I want to feel all these feels.
1: Yeah. So every morning when I am in the bathroom, I make a list of, I call it like, I call it my mantra for the day. So mm-hmm. I write out a huge prayer, which I won't say over here. And then I write down, how I want to feel, but I use, I am statements because these are divinely oriented statements. Like I am peace. I am love. I am sexy. I am inspired. I'm exhilarated. I am harmony. I am joy. I am right. And you just, I just write it like crazy. And so then it's like almost feeding your subconscious mind and telling yourself, I am already these things now. hmm Then it's a springboard for being present throughout my day. And that's just what I do. Mm. But uh, I like the idea of the prompting questions because I tend to be very general and not necessarily as specific. So I think your prompt questions would bring you to a place of specificity, which I think is really valuable, Michelle.
0: And which is funny because I feel like I'm not as specific, which which is why I do that. Um, but it's so it's, so it's funny that you say that, but totally I, but I want to do what you do. I used to do that and I don't do it as much. So you can really get in that vibe. I, I, um, I read this thing recently about how certain energies are ones that are going to like give energy to other people or other people need energy from other people. Like they need to, like when they wake up, maybe they're low energy and they need somebody or they like to have somebody in their life who's high energy. Okay. Um, get them in that vibe, and I did some research, and I am in that vibe. I'm like, I'm like ready to go. Like, let's say oh, get God. everybody on. Let's get everybody where. Like, get everybody up. And I do that all the time. Like, I'll wake up and I'll be like, "Good morning, good morning, good morning <laughs> to you." Like, literally through the house. Like, everybody's getting up. It. Just so you know. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> that's the farm girl in me, right? Yeah, that's I the- love it noodle, <laughs> oh do you guys have any chicken?
1: No, you don't on the farm or you don't in the oh, town. Don't even bring that up because I currently have five little fertilized eggs in an incubator on my kitchen counter. <laughs> we live in the city. <laughs> why? Why do you why not?
0: <laughs> are they for eggs? Are they for eating? Are they for giving away? What no. are they?
1: they're fertilized. So we're hopeful that we are able to hatch. I don't know what our yield is going to be because I just wanted to use the phrase yield. Don't I sound so expert? You sound sound
0: so farmer-like. My dad talks like that all the time.
1: Um, so yeah, we have only five and hopefully, hopefully all five are going to hatch. I mean, we've got 15 more days of incubation. We've done our research and then once they hatch, we're going to decide whether we build a chicken coop and keep them or whether we take them back up to the lake to their mama.
0: Cool.
1: Yeah. It's such a fun thing for the kids. I'm that's- more excited about it than the kids. Let's be honest.
0: Oh, that's how it always rolls.
1: Oh, totally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they'll remember it forever. Remember that time yeah. that we had, we had chickens in our house. Remember that yeah. time we had,
1: remember, remember how stinky they were running oh, around? Yeah. They
0: are yeah. stinky. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they are stinky. We put, um, we put chicken fertilizer, like chicken. Yeah. Manure on our fields. Cause it's supposed to be so good. So high in something. Anyways, I should know this stuff. My dad's going to curse me that I don't know it, but anyways. Um, and it's so smelly. It's like or the earth. ultimate
1: and it like sticks in your hair and your clothing smells like.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the actual manure sticks in your hair. And I was going to say, when were you rolling around in the manure, Dana? That's not, that's not how we're supposed to do this.
1: Not okay. <laughs> uh, Salmonella case 101.
0: <laughs> totally.
1: Okay. We totally got off topic. Oh Although maybe we could you know what, Michelle, we can wrap this right back to, to Melissa's question. Melissa? I have no idea what I'm doing with chickens whatsoever. Had the urge, had the impulse, looked at my daughter. I'm holding five fertilized eggs. I look at her and I say, huh, these are fertilized. Why don't we incubate them? She's like, what? I'm like, let's see if we can hatch them. She's like, how do we do that? I'm like, I have no idea, but that's what YouTube is for. (laughs) So just, just pick one thing, Melissa, and just see where it takes you. (laughs) <laughs> I can't stop laughing <laughs> I thought that someone gave
0: them to you or something but no you just like randomly made the decision no.
1: how do you know they're fertilized okay well, so at our cottage there is a farmer who has goats and chickens who I adore yep and the the brooding hen is like laying chickens left right and center or laying eggs all the time there are two roosters in a pen so they're obviously fertilized eggs So I asked the farmer, he passed me five eggs. He's like, here, here's lunch. And I looked at him and I said, Hey, are these fertilized? And he said, yeah. And I said, huh, do you think I could incubate them? He said, yeah, maybe. And my daughter's like, what? Anyways, so yeah, that's, that's, they were supposed to be for lunch, but I decided, no, we're not eating these. We're going (laughs) to incubate them.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. I love it.
1: So random. So random. Okay, girl,
0: let's pull, pull, pull a card. What do
1: you think? Okay, let's pull a card. Mm Fun. Hey, our talks are never 15 minutes, are they? I mean, we try. (laughs) (laughs) Although, I don't
0: think we really do try. No, no. It's it's noted, but yeah, no.
1: It's a guide. It's a loose guide. (laughs) I guess so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm all about. My whole life is that it's just a loose guide.
1: Yeah, that's how it should be. Just
0: roll with it. You
1: got it. Okay. The card is just roll with it. You got it. No, I'm kidding. That would be
0: really smooth. But that would
1: be awesome. But it's pretty similar to just roll with it. This is (laughs) totally for you, Melissa. It is called Co create. I love when I pull this card. This is a winning card. I mean, they all are, obviously. Let me. Creativity, art, inspiration, fruition, and manifestation. Oh, it's so good. Okay, Melissa, and whoever else is listening, you may not consider yourself a creative person, but in fact, you are creating your reality every moment of every day via your thoughts, feelings, beliefs, intentions, and actions. Yet you must consider that you do so in partnership with spirit, consciousness, God, or whatever name you want to call your higher power. You are a spark of this intelligence that works through you, nudging you with inspired thought and intuitive guidance. You are the paintbrush that co-creates a beautiful, unique expression of your own individuality blended with universal spirit. You are a product of divine inspiration and now you're aligned with it to create miracles. When you view your life as art, you know you co-create it. Only beauty and grace result. Prepare to be amazed. Oh, that is a drop. (laughs) I totally said that in
0: the last interview. Mike, drop. You did not. Well, I (laughs) I said it, but it was like under my breath because she went to go say something. And so I just went, Mike. I just like mouthed my words.
1: (laughs) Girl, you and I got this wild connection. (laughs) Totally. Totally.
0: Oh my God. Okay. I have a quote Brene Brown. I believe we both love her. Oh yeah. Let go of who you think you are supposed to be and be who you are. Oh, goosebumps. Oh my God. Have you ever felt like you had to do something because somebody thought that of you? God, yes. Right? Totally. Do you find you still do or do you feel like it was just more so when you were younger?
1: Well, I mean, I think it comes and goes all, I don't know that I'll ever banish that because I am a people pleaser at heart. Cause I want everyone to feel in harmony and I want to do the right thing for not just myself, but for everyone. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's kind of something that will always be with me a little bit. Yeah. How about you? I'm the same.
0: Yeah. I think I try to not fight it. I don't want to say that's the word, but I try to be aware of it. Um, but it definitely comes up often. Yeah. It's almost like, even though I know that this isn't necessarily what I want to do, it feels better just to do it because I don't know. It's almost like it's like convenient, easy, or like, just like normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the way we parent or the things we do. And it's like, well, everybody else is doing that. And even though I don't necessarily believe in that fully, I know that it is good. I know that, you know, there's benefit. Do you know what I mean? yeah I do it's a weird thing I can't think of a specific thing but I just like I'm just like thinking in my head like I get those feelings sometimes so I'm going to be I'm going to be more aware of that I'll try to think of a specific situation Specific,
1: yeah I'll do the same too maybe for our next convo yeah yeah beautiful okay girl thank you I really hope that next time that we
0: chat you are in the Greek islands oh
1: girl I will be in the Greek islands and I will have a microphone <laughs> and I will have to. sing really horrible karaoke.
0: <laughs> is, that having fun. Is, that, is that common? Is that, is that common? Is that,
1: is that like come from Greece or something? Well, no, because I'm channeling Mamma Mia. Oh, She's yeah. like a rock star, right? Heard her rock star. <laughs> I love it.
0: You've got this. Okay. By the way, I can never stop. I can never stop. I just want to No, I can't either. Okay, let's go. Okay, there's this girl that I follow on Instagram, Natalie. She's from like the Kitchener-Waterloo area. And she got a microphone and it like, it's on its own. It's like got like different, like, um, like an echo voice and like different like voice thingies. And she's been recording on it and making like TikToks and stuff. And it's so funny. You need one.
1: I need one. Yeah, I'll try to find out where she got it. Does it glow in the dark too? Cause like that would be cool. It like sends out like a disco ball light as you're singing under the microphone. There's like disco light. I can
0: get you a disco light.
1: <laughs> we got one of those like astro- astronomy, um, I forget what they're called. They're lanterns essentially, and they show the universe like through the tiny little holes. Yeah. yeah, those work really nicely.
0: They do. They do. Has My has one.
1: Yeah. Okay, my friend, thank you for having me. Of course. Good to see you. Love you as always. Love you. Bye. Ah. Bye.